when these bitches won't run a nigga, yeah. When these bitches won't, when these bitches won't run a nigga, when these bitches won't, when these bitches won't run a nigga, yeah. Tell me what they want from a nigga, yeah. Going. Head person to a wall and my attest dummy. We don't respect love, so tell me what you want from me. Everybody got a hand that night. Everybody got opinions about my plans right now. Boy, you smart, you a leader, and you Moses. Never thought I'd feel hate from once the closest. We know it's toxic, we just going through the motions. And can you try to keep controlling your emotions? Don't dip down into your feelings. A moment's notice, I dip down into my denims. Cause I'm the general, my people need insurance Take a shot down, feel without the past interference Then maybe we can score the touchdown Can you lift me up before I touch down? Cause everybody come around when you up now Everybody come around when you up now What do they want from me? I remember riding around on it I remember fronting cash on my people And I remember backing in the duck the repo As attractive vibe, we ain't never equal Take a look into the mirror, boost my ego Take a look into the mirror, boost my ego And take a look into the mirror, boost my ego Take a look into the mirror, boost my ego Take a look into the mirror, boost my ego Sometimes you need your ego, gotta remind these people Sometimes you need your distance, gotta divide from people But you can't see a bigger picture looking through the people And you can't see a bigger picture looking through the people What do they want from me? I remember riding around on it I remember fronting cash on my people And I remember backing in the duck the repo As attractive vibe, we ain't never equal Take a look into the mirror, boost my ego Take a look into the mirror, boost my ego And take a look into the mirror, boost my ego Sometimes I gotta look into the mirror And remind myself who the fuck I am <laughs> You dig? <laughs> oh, 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 so, so you back now Yeah, I'm so cold Therapist session. See, let me let me let me let me let me, let me, let me tell you something. Let me break it down for you. What's up? Black people don't go <laughs> to no damn <laughs> therapy. They don't do it. Your grandma didn't Shut do up. it. For real. Your mama didn't do it. True. Hell, when people told me I need to go to therapy, you know <laughs> what I did? You should have went. I ain't go because crazy. Because black people don't go to no damn therapy. But see, that what I'm trying to tell you. That may be the problem. Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. As promised, this is the first creating space for season three, and I have a triple OG, triple, triple with me here today. Guala meets world. Say something to the people. What's going on, builders? You know, it's always an honor to be here. It's not like I'm a stranger to the show. And, you know, I love being here. Every time I'm invited, I feel like it's an honor. Aw, this is being all mushy for the start of 2021. 
we got to build emotions too in 2021. <laughs> That's a lot of people that need to do that. But, you know, we're not going to go there on this episode. This episode, we're going to be focused on you as even more of a creator. I think on the first Creating Space episode, which you were the first one to do one of those with me, um, we focused on you, the artist. But we're going to flip the script a little bit and we're going to talk about you, the producer, you, the podcaster, hey. you know, yeah. and everything else that goes on behind the scenes. For sure, for sure. Appreciate for sure, it. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a 14 on slogan right now. Y'all need to put that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Just okay. Just chilling and laid back. It's just like for sure. For sure. Know. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how have you been creating lately? Oh, man. Just like branching out, trying different things, you know, getting in new avenues uh, for one Big shout out to uh, my bro, my partner, KT, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, being creative as far as starting businesses. You know what I'm saying? Uh, doing the 1409 podcast as well. Um, starting to take more creativity in, uh, with the music as far as more with engineering, developing different artists now, mm-hmm. and also like producing, trying to produce beats and make beats now. So. You making beats? I do a little something, so you know I ain't gonna are they, say. Are all. they dope beats now? I mean, everybody. Uh, well, I'm gonna say this. My main goal is to develop a project where it's like fully produced by me, fully engineered by me. You know, I just haven't came up to that that medium or built that confidence to like put art on my beats. But mm-hmm. everyone that listens to them, they dope. They they loving them. They. People, it's like hard to keep up because I'm like, I'm new to this. And people be like, man, I need like three beats. And I'm like, man, they're going to take me a little minute to make them three beats. You know what I'm saying? Right. So So I saw some of the beats you posted. uh, Maybe it was this week or last week. But so you're saying like the beats you make, you know, you haven't created any on on them yourselves. Like you've been just giving them out to other people. Yeah, I've been uh, selling them. But uh, I will say this, though. uh, without leaking too much information. I'm working with another artist. And uh, the cool thing about this EP that we're doing um, is actually his idea, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just honored to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to do a tape together. And he's a producer, too. Although he don't, well, AZ, you know what I'm saying? AZ, AZ, <laughs> if y'all don't know AZ, check him out. Dope artist, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We're working on the tape. And uh, AZ is dope, man. That's tell him, like it's going to be dope. Yeah. And he always say he ain't a producer, but I'd be like, bro, you're a producer. Like, he is really, like, talented with making beats and just his whole artistry. So, like, working with him, I got some beats that I'm bringing to the table. Uh, he got some beats that, you know what I'm saying, that he's bringing to the table. And, like, we colliding, like, you know what I'm saying, with beats. Collabing with the beats as well. Like, some beats I bring to him and, like, man see what you hear in it and add whatever you feel right you know what i'm saying whatever flavor you feel so we had I'm, I'm ready for this project it's it's coming soon you know what i'm saying you know working with az that so. sounds awesome and i can't wait to um actually hear some of it az is one of the other creatives in this area that i've reached out to 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 be on the creating space series so that's gonna lead me to my next question. Like, what have you learned about yourself since the the last creating space that we did together? So that was in what? It was like March or April of last yeah, year. It was early, mm-hmm. early last year. Um, 
what I, what I learned about myself is that I'm more creative than I, that I allow myself to be. You know what I'm saying? I was just, cause music is a passion. You know what I'm saying? But I'm creative in so many other ways. And I wasn't making that space or allowing space for me to be creative in those ways. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I learned that. I guess you can uh, chalk it up to the pandemic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's like one thing you don't want to give a creative is a lot of space and time. And, you know, the, the quarantine really gave us that. So it just yes. gave me different avenues to show my creativity. So what do you think about this series, um, knowing where it started from? Because it started with you. <laughs> Man, for one, that's an honor. You know, like you're reaching out to other creatives and keeping it going. I feel like it's something that is needed, man. Like people may be inspired and they just need to hear that spark or just hear someone else's testimony, you know, whether it's mine or whether it's Tony's, you know, say you had Tony Esther on here, you had uh, (laughs) T streets, DJ T streets, Mm -hmm. you know, you say you're going to work with some other artists later on down the line, whether it's any of those stories, they hear them, they can find that inspiration in themselves. And it just stick with the mantra of, of what you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Building futures. It, it can build people to, you know, tap into their creativity and share it with the world. You better plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it though. But that's exactly what I try to do. Um, I realized, like you said before, like sometimes as creatives, we don't give ourselves enough space to grow and to evolve. And so that's very much what I try to do. Um, with this series is highlight was already there and then you can always refer back to either your own episode or you know listen to other creatives and see if they have something that can help you evolve and you know learn more on this journey so yeah I appreciate it for sure <laughs> so I got a question I got a big question what's the big question is God a creative definitely God <laughs> is a creative man uh if you read the story of uh, how the world is created, someone that takes nothingness, emptiness and vast and just create this wonderful experience for billions of people to like be in and enjoy, you gotta be creative to do that. I feel like in some ways, that's what everyone is trying to do. Every creative is trying to do like tap into their God-like form and create a experience for everyone, you know, and that's, that's kind of the basic of this next uh, album I'm working on this year. It's called Golly Intuition. Okay, it's- that plugged in nicely. <laughs> <laughs> that was on accident, y'all. That was not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like what I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Just like take my experience and paint it, you know what I'm saying? So people can be in that experience, you know what I'm saying? And just Yeah. So Golly Intuition, what does that mean for you? Golly intuition means that, you know, it's it's a side of us that, you know, that is all-knowing, air quotes, you know what I'm saying? It's the side of us that, that is creative. It's the side of us that know how to handle different situations, but it's up to us to choose to tap into that intuition, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might hear a voice in your head that's telling you something, and that's your golly intuition. Although we we may say it's a conscious, but I feel like it's a godly intuition to be able to know like how to handle certain situations and how to react to certain things. Right. Or how to do life in general. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I definitely think God is creative. I think I tweeted about it uh, a couple of weeks ago when I thought about it, I was like, I feel closest to God when I'm creating. And I don't think that's (laughs) 
a coincidence. I think that's specifically because he is a creative himself and or she, you know, I don't know what y'all believe. But um the energy around when you create something, just like he created life in every form, or you know, like you said, created something out of very little, very, you know, out of nothing. Yeah. How could God not be a creative? So he's he's the the best creative. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like the best. Without his creativity, creativity would never spark. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it would never be uh LBF, uh K Antoinette, uh Guala Meets World, you know what I'm saying? Without the ori- the originality of creativity. He's right. the originality of creativity. It's that golly intuition that told me to start LBF. <laughs> <laughs> So, when you're creating, what is your muse? Um, my muse would just be, uh, you know, just to tap into my own experience, man. Uh, I think what I've, what I learned as a creative is that we're very vulnerable when we're sharing with the world. You know what I'm saying? We we like constantly tap into a state of vulnerability when we're sharing a part of us to the world. So it's just. My muse is just to create that experience that resonates with the the listeners and the people that support me. Um, you know, just give them something to give them a little bit of inspiration too. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that keeps me going. So when I make a new song or I'm inspired by a new sound, I want people to hear what I heard and get that same feeling that that, you know, what I'm saying that that I had. So you're just reinterpreting what you experienced with your pen with your paper with your sound pretty much that's what i'm trying to do i look at my creativity as a blank canvas and i have to uh, paint the picture so when people see it they understand it and they feel it emotionally and spiritually I i just don't want it to be like oh that's hard i want them to have a whole experience with me you know what i'm saying when they listening from anything from the album artwork to to the words in the song to the beat, I want it to be a whole experience. You know, I just don't want it to be like, oh, well, that song's hard and I like that. I want them to have this just amazing experience. I like that because I, I do feel like, you know, you have the songs where you can listen to it. You go, oh, that's a nice song, but like, does it make you feel something other than that beat hard? You know, does it make you contemplate? Does it make you feel understood and seen like, that's the, usually the music I go for. I know it's a place for all of it, but yeah, I like that. So in what ways do you feel like you need to create space in this area for other artists and creatives? Uh, it's kind of what, uh, going back to my boy KT, it's kind of what we doing, uh, for y'all don't know, Gemini Media LLC. You know what I'm saying? We started a business to where we're tapping into media. Um, but it kind of goes along with that question as far as creating a space for other creatives. You know, we have some a big vision board that we're trying to complete in 2021. And if, if it goes how we're planning, then it would be exactly what we want. We want to give people the space and opportunity to be creative. We want to give people guidance, you know what I'm saying, as well. As far as me too, I want to give people guidance on things that I've learned. So when you're starting out, you don't make the same mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a saying that says a wise man, well, a smart man can learn from his own mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others as well. Mm-hmm. So just trying to give that sense of, of 
you know, just a, a network, I guess, build, get, get that sense of a network for everybody that's doing it, because I feel like we all can tap into each other, learn from each other and experience each other. And it, it come out to be something dope. Right. And sometimes as a creative, you need to draw on that other energy because sometimes you're going to be a little low, you know what I'm saying? Or sometimes you're going to feel a little uninspired. So when you have that tribe and, and that support system from other creatives, they don't have even have to be in the same avenue as you. But when you can tap into someone else's creativity, it might spark something in you that takes you on a whole different ride with your own creativity. So I think it's so important for us to know, like, network is yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was crazy for me because early in the year, I was experiencing, like, troubles with my own, I don't want to say studio, but with my own creativity equipment where mm -hmm. I couldn't create it, uh, create as much as I wanted to. You know, but uh, like I said, me and AZ linked up and I think the first session we had was me actually pulling up to his creative, you know what I'm saying, studio. And we we did a song and after the song, I was like, I had to take a step back and be like, bro, like this was needed. Like mm -hmm. I, I didn't have a session like this in a long time where I'm like actually with someone creating, feeding off the energy and just like making a dope, you know what I'm saying, experience in a song. So it was really needed and then I, I look back and it's like, that's needed amongst a lot of creatives. Cause I have creatives that talk to me that, you know, they don't really necessarily have that, you know what I'm saying? Or just right. a network or people they can just like, man, bounce ideas off of and just learn from and just create with. So. I feel like a lot of us are like anti in a way. <laughs> Why is that? Like a lot of us, you know, go introverted when whenever we're creating and sometimes it's a great thing so that you make sure that you're not too influenced by, you know, outside things. But sometimes it's to our detriment too. It's like, we kind of cave in on ourselves. Like, how do you feel like you find that balance between inviting in other creatives in your space and also maintaining your own personal level of creativity that's uninfluenced by those things? Um, well, I, I take time. The thing about my creativity is never planned for me. Mm -hmm. so when I'm creating these experiences it's just like raw feelings like I don't I don't take the time to write anymore which is not necessarily a bad thing for the people who do write my opinion about writing is just say if I'm three hours away from home and I have this idea and I write it down my thing is if I go back to record this it's going to be hard to tap back into those emotions that I felt that three or four hours ago to give you that real experience. Right. So that's why I, I kind of shy away from writing. But as far as me finding that balance, my creativity is, I never know when it's gonna happen. So the thing that helps me is being able to record and engineer myself. But at sometimes I feel like I fall in like slumps or you know what they call writer's block or feel like <laughs> it's just a, a block yeah like a block on the creative energy channeling mm -hmm. it's good to when I can reach out to somebody that's like you know like a az like bro what you doing today he like okay I got some free time it's cool to pull up and still be able to create and feed off the energy so like with me I find a balance of for people like that I want to work with or who I work with you have to inspire me in some way you know what I'm saying yeah. I have to be inspired with the creativity in some way and that's how I've been able to find a balance just being around people who's not always going to hark on the negative or keep negative energy it's just like 
a mutual energy to where we feeding off each other. Like, because as creatives, we need something to tap into to recharge our batteries. You know what I mean? <laughs> I agree. So how can more people support artists and creatives that's, that's in this area? Like what support do you feel like you're missing that you, you think that could be provided to you if people understood the journey a little bit more? Um, for me, it's not more so about even like the stuff we see on social medias and the views, man. Um, it's a lot of good things that's going on around the area, man. It's just no information and, and support in a way that you would want somebody to support you, I guess I would say. You know, like... Uh, support unto others as you would have others support, support unto, unto you. you. <laughs> yeah, that need to be a scripture. Like that need to be <laughs> written in stone somewhere. But uh, it's just... um. I'm trying to see how I can put it into perfect words here. <laughs> it don't have to be perfect. They just have to be honest. That's all I ask. So what, what was it again? What's the question again? Like, what do you feel like is missing from support in this area that you think people could provide if they knew the journey a little bit better? Okay. I read, uh, <laughs> I was reading a book today and it, and it talked about uh, presenting. You stay support. reading yeah man you gotta you gotta expand that. yeah so it's saying like with support or what you presenting it's it's a thing that is happening that we don't realize is happening you're challenging people to experience experience something new but when it, when experiencing something new you have to realize that they kind of have to like get away from the old people don't like change exactly is what i'm getting at people i don't say people don't like change because change is good change is not always bad change has pros you know what i'm saying but it's the sense of security that people feel with it's like the saying if it ain't broke don't fix it you know what yep. i'm saying it's, it's that sense that people feel with certain things that kind of like shies them away from experiencing something new so to make a better uh, experience here, you know, I just feel like people need to be willing to experience something new, you know, and not everything is going to be for everybody. And every creative in the world knows that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my stuff may not be for everybody, but at least give it a chance, at least branch out. So I think that's that's what it is with me. I feel like at least branch out, at least try it. You know what I'm saying? If you yeah. try it and you tell me you don't like it, I'm perfectly fine with that. But don't be the one that say you don't like it and you you ain't even tried. You never it. even heard, read, <laughs> listened to like yeah. just you haven't even tried to have the experience before you decide to have a judgment on the fact that you don't like it or the fact that it's not for you. And as I think people forget that all of us are creatives. Yeah. All of us are. I think that's one thing that we uh, we miss a lot in the conversation. Like all of us are creatives. Some of us tap into it a little bit more than others because we have a different kind of connection to it a lot more than, you know, most people. But that doesn't mean that on some level we're all, we're all creative, whether you're trying to figure out a plan, a business plan or, you know, anything. That's creation. Facts. So, Man, same- a criminal, a criminal is creative. Listen, well, we gotta, they gotta create create ways to scam and get around the system. That's creativity. Scam, scam, scammy. You know what I'm saying? 
shoot during this pandemic scamdemic <laughs> scamming at an all time huh <laughs> listen okay i'm not about to incriminate myself let's move on <laughs> um so how has it been like developing and working with other art- artists i know you mentioned az but you also said that you were you know behind the scenes now not so much in front of the mic with creating beats and like producing helping produce other developing artists like how has that process been oh man it's when I say music is a passion I like want people to feel this like music is my passion I can sit in a a session and lock in for hours and be solely into that because music is my passion so just the journey as far as me working with other people it's me learning myself all over again like I said I I'm more creative than I allow myself to be. So it's me learning myself over again. Um, me learning that the things that I've learned and my insight is appreciated by people that I didn't even know. You know, like these artists are reaching out like, hey man, let's work. And when they come in here, we talk and we discuss things. They're open to it and they accept it. So it's just been uh, like on the up and up, man. I just, I want more. I don't want to be overwhelmed but I want to work with more people. So if any creative is listening, hey. you know, hit me up, man. <laughs> Plug it in there. You know what so I'm saying? How do you think that's tied back into, like, do you think that it helps you in your own artistry, working with other people and, and, and seeing it from the other side? Yeah, it does because uh, it, it, like, gives me an outside look. I'm not so much on the inside now. I'm on the outside, you know what I'm saying, looking and – I see things that I'm telling them that can help them perfect their craft. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think like, okay, did I implement this in what I was doing? And if right. I didn't, how can I implement it to make myself better too? So it's definitely a good experience. It's learning on both parts. It's me learning as the producer behind the scenes, engineer behind the scenes, but also me learning as an artist too. I like that because it's, it's like a different kind of perspective when you kind of step back a little bit and you start like helping from the other side of it because then you can see the gaps, the holes, where you can, you know, step something up, what's needed in a certain section that you may not necessarily have thought of when you're like in a thick of it. Yeah. So, and I say that from like, not even as, you know, looking at an artist, but as a creative, like you need to sometimes take that step back because learning the whole and not just a part of something is how you get better Facts. Um, speaking of learning the whole we were discussing before we got up here like you started music school like what is this yeah. let's talk about that a little bit <laughs> um so man like i said like music is a passion i'm gonna keep saying that <laughs> and uh i think with me when you find something that you're passionate about you want to reach out because I'm so like, like you said, I'm always reading. I'm always doing research. I always want to tap into, you know what I'm saying? Different things that can make me better. So why not go to school? Because everything I do is off ear, you know, self-taught, but why not go to someone who is uh, a professional in this, in this, you know what I'm saying? field and learn from them. So that was the whole thing about going to school. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
why I started so late is a different thing, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll <Yeah>. get there. <laughs> My so, questions yeah. are all over the place. I'm trying to tie them in together, but it's just so many things. I was just like, you know, how can I make this episode different from the first one? But I know like just from watching your social media and having conversations with you um, outside of, you know, these platforms, like just knowing different parts of your journey. And so I was just like, let me plug in some of these questions so that we can cover some of the things we haven't covered before because you are on a different in a different phase and a different transition too so yeah all right let's see what we got so you <laughs> recently what is it, a couple months ago or something like that you did like a virtual concert yeah let's talk about originally what made you decide to do that and then like what was the response and how did you feel like after it was all said and done uh, so initially what made me do it, a lot of things were going on in that, in that time period. Mm -hmm. For one, it was the time where I couldn't record and do what I wanted to do. So I felt like my voice may have been forgotten. I don't want to say like forgotten, but maybe. Like, you want to stay relevant. Yeah. I wanted to kind of stay relevant with the music. Um, then it was a chance to get people and experience to listen to some of the old stuff that I did, uh, give them a chance to like taste some of the new stuff that I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was a chance for me to stay relevant. And I was starting to get like a lot of love shown. I did therapeutic movement and the love I got back from that project was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, from it being from home to like different states in America, all the way to different countries. I had like different people from different countries reaching out to me via social media telling me how dope the project was that's so awesome. it was just yeah it, it was amazing it was an amazing experience so it, it was just me trying to stay relevant because the time it took for me to do therapeutic movement made me realize like i want that same time space for every project i do now you know what i mean for every yeah. full album that i'm gonna bring i want that time space so i can feel like it's perfected enough for everyone to experience it. And with me doing that with therapeutic, it just, you know, it gave, like I said, I got so much love and people were accepting it so much. To now when I'm working on a new project, I want that same time, but I was kind of derailed a little bit because of the situation I had going on as far as like me being able to record. So I had to jump into the creative bag to say, how can people say, hey, Guala Meets World is still working. Mm -hmm. He's still in the music. He's still doing what he's doing. It wasn't just a, you taste it and then it's gone forever. Right. Now I want you to keep sipping from this cup. So it was just a way for me to let the fans and the followers keep sipping from the Guala Meets World Cup. That's right. all it was. <laughs> so how did that whole process go? Like, did you, were you happy with the outcome? Like, did you see where you can possibly do this again? And possibly do this with other artists maybe because I thought when I saw it I was like you know what I love this concept because we wait for people that already have a name for themselves to provide platforms for us and to do stuff yeah. like that because I think around that same time we had like um like DJs and of course you know the verses during this time was always a big thing but as far as like artists in the area and, and people that you know are in the underground essentially sometimes you want to hear from them and you don't want to you don't want to have them wait to get shown or showcased on a platform sometimes you just want you need them to create their own so that you can like support them um so it, it's definitely started as a concept 
you know, and I was uh, encouraged by people, you know what I'm saying, to do it when I brought the idea to them. So when me hearing that, it was like, okay, it need to be done. During the process, I kind of look back at it as more of me critiquing it as far as me watching it again, as far as enjoying it. But during, the, during that phase, I realized like this is something that has to continue and not just with me. It goes mm-hmm. back to the question you asked earlier, like how can we create space for other creatives? I work with, and I'm around like a lot of creatives. So maybe Guadalamese World can sponsor a AZ concert. You know what I'm saying? Not just saying like AZ doesn't have the mean to do it himself, but maybe it can just be something to where we're working on a project together. You know, we can intertwine and reach both fan capacities. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, I feel like the first one was just like me stepping out and learning you know what I'm saying? Learning different platforms of how I can put it out there and diff- just different stuff. I feel like the first one was more of a learning experience. Although it was an enjoyable moment, it was an, a learning experience, but I do want it to be better. I do want to incorporate other artists in it. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to keep growing that too. And and it's it it's going to do a lot. Trust me, it's going to do a <laughs> lot for the creatives and for the fans because it's like, Maybe you have fans, like I said, that's in another country that probably would never be in America to see a Guadalamese World performance. And it gives them that that feeling or that satisfaction virtually. And you well, know look, I got it. That's how Guala meets world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely would give them, you know, that satisfaction of yeah. seeing him perform or, you know, and that's 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 the main goal of it. I want to keep doing it. Um I like I'll that. probably schedule one soon. In As the first you should. Quarter this year. Yeah, in the Invite first some friends. Yeah, the next one is going to be dope. I feel like it's going to be a whole experience because it's just going to be like the way I want it to be. You get the whole backstage experience of us like prepping each other up before we do our set. So like I want you to be like in an experience, like almost like a mini documentary, but it's live. You know what Oh, I'm let saying? me be there so I can interview people before they go on and stuff. Pull up. You know, you always more than welcome. Pull up. We definitely can have you in the building and doing that. I would love it. Um, going back a little bit, I think I just skipped over some questions. So, like, what made you like? Why didn't you pursue music originally? Like, what kept you from doing that when you were a little bit younger, or maybe been you know in college before, or whatever the case may be? I mean. The reality is uh, family. uh, What expectations? Yeah. People around you set expectations on you. And what happens is subconsciously you make those expectations for yourself. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? I was always kind of like smart, as they would say. I was smart. So my family, I don't feel like my family would except me saying I'm going to school to pursue a career in music. Right. Because he's so smart. He can be a doctor. He can be a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? He can be an engineer. So uh, just like going off just that alone and not actually feeling and putting my heart into something that I wanted to do was kind of what made me like shy away from the music. Like I'm not going to pursue it as far as a career or this is something that I want, you know, I love it. I'm, you know, my mind, my mindset was okay. I can be an engineer, but I will always be still be able to do music. 
You know what I'm saying? Whether it's just, if I'm sharing it to the world or not, I would still be able to do my music. So I was looking at it from that standpoint of meeting expectations that were put on me that I subconsciously took on for myself. Hmm. I, I think a lot of people share that same journey of why um, you kind of had to break out of that mindset because it is a, sometimes it's a slow process for you to understand like your life is your own. But a lot of yeah. times when you have those expectations pushed on you, you don't want to let anyone down. And then when you internalize them, a lot of times it may feel like you you are letting yourself down until you understand that the real way you, you let yourself down is not being true to yourself. Who? Yeah. I said that in the, uh, in the bar. Oh, so you trying to say I'm biting? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I, I ain't said it quite like that. I, I said, uh, I got to. Got so many bars. I got. I got to re- recollect it. Okay, go ahead and go through the catalog real quick. <laughs> I said, uh, <laughs> "Oh yeah," I said, "I'm feeling like I owe you when I really owe me." Mm-hmm. Giving up on self is how you lose your soul. See, see the bigger picture, man, and annihilate distractions. Fuck emotion. Fuck, fuck emotions. I want spiritual attractions. Okay, bars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of saying like that in a sum like you know what i'm saying you you want to satisfy these people emotionally i felt like i was so set on my dad being able to say my son is a doctor and mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying what were you going to school for i was going to school or? yeah i was going to school for uh electronic engineering and mm-hmm. i had a minor in business and that's the crazy thing i was taking on so much like i was doing a minor with my major i was going for uh electronic engineering with a minor in business because my stepmom was an entrepreneur i started in entrepreneurship and she had a degree in business so i was just like hey i can do this i could be an engineer because my dad he was a engineer for a company but I was like, I could do this. And then my, my stepmom was like a business owner, entrepreneur, business degree. And I could have this minor. And oh, everybody would be good. Happy, you know, everybody would be satisfied. Crazy. Yeah. We try to satisfy everybody else. And sometimes we leave ourselves out of it. And you, then you realize like, I am truly living for someone else's satisfaction. And you realize that you go to bed unsatisfied every night. <laughs> Not not even going to bed unsatisfied. You wake up, wake up mm. unsatisfied, and then you have a lot of feelings and emotions that you don't understand where they're coming from. It's because you're not satisfying your soul. You know what I'm saying? You're not satisfying what you need. You're right. just taking on what you felt like is need to be done instead of what you need, which is a big difference between what needs to be done and what you need. Right. So, what degree um, will you have once you complete your program? Like. I'm going I'm to have a bachelor's in music production, mm. but definitely not the end of this um, journey. You know what I'm saying, yeah, not the end of this journey because it's the first time I'm actually excited about school. Like, although I know some of the like technological things and terms just to learn deeper into things I don't know. I'm listen, I love to learn. I feel like everybody <laughs> in the world loves to learn. So just something that I'm passionate about. I get to learn my passion even more and explore it into depths I never knew about or, you know what I'm saying, for depths I never could reach because I didn't have the the knowledge of it. It's, right. it's exciting and I'm just ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so what would you say to that 
possible teenager or a young adult that's listening to this episode right now and they're in a situation that you were in years ago when they're you know going to school and they really wanted to focus on music or something like that but they're too afraid to do it uh i would say firstly man the first step that has to happen is you have to be real with yourself you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying uh they say perception is reality but I like to take it a step further and say that your perception is your reality. So whatever you perceive is what you're going to be living. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be your reality. So you definitely have to be real with yourself and understand that maybe you say you want to be a doctor, but and the way to really be real with yourself is keep asking why until you can't ask why no more. I love that. That's that's what I had to learn. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, you go into school for electric electronic engineer. Why? Okay, I I do that that to myself every day. (laughs) Yeah, it it, it breaks you down to your core self. Like, you will really be real with yourself. Like, why? Why? Until I until I couldn't ask why no more. It was just like, because I always know. Like, I felt in me, I felt the way that I never finished school for. You know what I'm saying? Got that degree in electronic engineering in, in the minor in business. I felt some type of way because I'm like, I know I'm smart enough to complete any school, like anything I set myself out to be, I can do it. You know, but it was just like, I felt some type of way because I felt like a part of what I want to accomplish in life is not being accomplished. So it's, it started with the question of why, why aren't you going to school? Yes. Well, I don't know what I'm going to school for. Why don't you know what you're going to school for? Well, because this. Well, mm-hmm. why that? And then it, mm-hmm. it came down to my passion. Like, I don't want to go to, it came down to, I don't want to go to school unless it's something that I'm learning that I'm passionate about. Right. And it was like, okay, why? Because my passion is music. So, you know, it just, it right. worked in like full circle. Like, hey, I'm passionate about music. I want to go to school. Why not go to school for music? Right. And when I got to that why, I couldn't ask why no more. Why not go to school for music? I love that because that's exactly how any episode I make, that's where I start. Why do you want to do this topic? You know, and anything I do, I I go through that same process. And when you think about it, it's, you know, not trying to get too super religious, but it's like the be more childlike, you know, that whole scripture. When you think about a five-year-old, what do they do? they ask the why about everything Everything. and they will keep asking why until they feel satisfied with an answer like they really got to the bottom of it a lot of us need to get back to that why because we focus on the what the how the you know where and all the other stuff but when you get to the why it's going to get to a point where when you start asking yourself that and you start answering those questions you're going to get to the root of it yeah so i like that (laughs) (laughs) um you are well first of all go ahead and plug the school that you're in because i feel like other people can like apply there and and shit like maybe if they want to yeah um so i decided to take my degree journey with a full sale university um i would say this though just Mm -hmm. because i'm saying full sale full sale may not be for you um it's different schools do your research i definitely did my research on different schools that offer the program that i wanted to get my degree in but when I came down to it, I felt like Full Sail is right for me just because of some of the things they offer that I take interest in. So I need a sponsorship right now. <laughs> You're doing a whole commercial. Right. But you know what I'm saying? But definitely do your do your research. Uh, I think between before I decided Full Sail, I was uh, thinking about doing the Los Angeles Music School, which is like 
they're part of like the Los Angeles Recording Art School. They decided mm. to do a music program. So it was between those two schools. But, you know, uh, I did some more research and Full Sail was like communicative, you know, communicating with me and just showing me things they did have to offer that I didn't know about. They made my research even that much easier. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, hey, we're going to take like this, this clip is... out and send it to them so you can get a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that was the school for me. So, you know, I, cool. I, I applied and I got in and everything is everything now. We're going to be checking back in to see what these grades looking like, too. <laughs> mm, They're going to be uh, we I'm know, trying to we... get a 4.0. You know Listen, what I mean? that's that nothing less. OK, <laughs> C's get degrees, oh, but damn it, we want some A's on that. I want, I want all A's, not some. <laughs> all. I want them all. <laughs> so you frequent more than words also um, often. So talk to us about that platform and how that works in this area with a lot of the creatives and artists. Man, firstly, if you talking more than words, I cannot go any further without giving the biggest shout out to Ty Davis, man. If y'all don't know him, get to know him, tap in with him, man. And also the Absalom Hookah Lounge, man. Mm -hmm. I feel like that partnership there is, that's like Shaq and Kobe (laughs) when you think about partnerships, but more than worse for me, man, it, it did a lot for Guadalupe Swirl. Like, not just me as a person, but it did a lot for the artistry, man. It, it does so much. You have a chance to network with different artists. You have a chance to express yourself in front of a crowd. You know what I'm saying? You just have everything that you you will need to succeed in the industry right there. And it's local. You know what I'm saying? It's right there. So why not go there? You know what I'm saying? Why not take this opportunity to perfect my craft? Why not take this time to learn different things of how to like move a crowd, how to resonate with a crowd? You know what I'm saying? Why not take this time to learn how to network with other artists? Because all these are major, major keys in the music business or any industry that you want to be in. You're going to need to learn how to network. You're going to need to learn how to resonate with the audience or people that you're trying to sell. Even if you're selling products, you're going to need to learn how to resonate. So why not take that time to do it? And it's just always a good vibe, man. What more than words do is just people may look at it as something small, but it's so big. And especially for creatives, maybe someone is scared to take that step out. And this could be the thing that breaks the ice for them. You know what I'm saying? So definitely if y'all ain't, if y'all ain't at a, if y'all ain't been to a more than words show, y'all are wrong. Like wrong and you're in the area <laughs> and you in the area. Yeah. Like, Definitely. You got to pull up, man. Just, you know, if you see it and you can make it, just try to make it one night, man. It's a dope vibe and a dope experience every single night, night in, night out. You know what I'm saying? So just to clarify, More Than Words is an open mic night hosted by Ty at the Absalom Hookah Lounge here in Florence, South Carolina. So it wouldn't like we kind of connected a lot stronger as creatives over what a year ago when you invited me out to the open mic there and I'm so glad I came because the energy in the room was just like oh my god I never knew because I wasn't networking and so when I you know went there and it was one of those like very special nights where it's just like everybody was in the building yeah you had everything from spoken word to artist you had performers of all kinds they are just showcasing their their creations and it's very rare for it to be that much of a a vibe, you know, especially in this yeah. area. So 
definitely shout out to them. Um, we appreciate what you're doing because you have already started to create the space for the people that are here. And we want to say, please continue to do it. Like Facts, man. I tell Ty every time I see him, yo, keep, <laughs> keep going, bro. Keep, keep going. And, and he's a motivator in himself too, because every artist that's there that like is in that network, Ty continually like push you. Like it'd be sometimes I don't, I'm just chilling and Ty might send you a message mm-hmm. and he don't even know, like that'd be the shit you need to hear. You know what I'm saying? And just right. be like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's more than words. It's more than a show. <laughs> it's more, yeah, it's more than words. It's a community. Mm-hmm. It's it's real, it's a real community of creators that's just pushing each other and challenging each other to take take their creativity to the next level. You know what I'm saying? So definitely we're gonna uh I'm gonna edit out that clip not edit out but like screen record this clip so that he can like understand what his platform does for other people because I think it's important for us to give each other flowers too for us to know that we are on the right path um and sometimes we miss that part of it thanks yeah so going back to your artistry not to take away from Gualamit's world but what is your favorite part what part do you love most about like creating an album or an ep um, my favorite part is the end, like, <laughs> not not just saying because, oh, I'm done with it. It's yeah. not that kind of like feeling, but it's just like, when I was making this project, I had like certain feelings and certain emotions and certain things that I want to project it through this project. And the end, when I'm, when I'm at the end and I get that love and that feedback that people feel exactly what I felt is just like the most amazing feeling in the world. It's like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's like you floating on yeah. cloud nine because it's like the hard work, the dedication, the long nights in the studio, the, the, you know what I'm saying? The stuff people don't see behind the scenes that's happening. It wasn't in vain. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it resonated with people and you know what I'm saying? People feel it. And at the end of the day, people can listen and feel like they may become a better person or they can attack a certain situation from a different angle or a better angle, you know what I'm saying? So like the end is, for me, is the best part because you get to see what your work, what your work did, you know what I mean? You get to see your creation in full. Yeah, I I think on any kind of level, any creative, once you're at the end and it's like, you've already put in all your love, your time, your attention, and you get to see exactly the benefit of it, you know, what it created for you. It's like the best feeling, especially like when you're proud of your work, when you can really just sit back and like, a lot of times I'll listen back to myself and it's not me listening back to me. It's me listening back to someone who's doing the thing that I was doing, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. um, I talked about it on the last Creating Space, but it's like I, I, I can step outside of myself to be Cantoinette, you know, and then when I'm done, you know, hitting the record button, I can listen with new ears and enjoy it. And I can get from the episode or whatever, the same thing an, an, uh, any kind of audience member gets from it. And I have episodes that I listen back to that I'm just like, you know, this is so good. And that makes you proud to know that you created something like that. So, Thanks. yeah. Um, you recently released a video. Scrooge um (laughs) and at first you know the visuals and stuff we were like what's going on there but 
once you see the video, you understand the message. And I mean, the song had been out, but especially seeing the video with it, like talk about that process and, you know, the song with the video, like tell us what's going on, Scrooge. Why are you Scrooge? First of all, cause you know, I get up all in people's business. <laughs> all, up in it, all up in the Kool-Aid. Nah, but man, uh, firstly, man, big shout out. Big, big, big shout out to my boy KT, man. Like, y'all that don't know, he takes on the role of manager for Guadalupe's World, too. Although we're business partners, and and we do the 1409 podcast together. But big shout out to him, man. Uh, This experience was one of probably the best that I had when it comes to, like, creating and just being in the creative space, man. Also, big shout out to Chief Text Films, man, because without him, this whole thing wouldn't have came together how it did. You know what I'm saying? So big shout out to him. Big shout out to Vibes Allure, Miss LaParis, and Cecilia Amore, Jara, you know what I'm saying, for pulling up and being a part of the whole thing. But it was just a great experience, man. Um, shout out all my most moral support out there. You know what I'm saying? I had some people that pulled up that, you know, they, they showed interest in the video just as much as I was interested you know they showed they're interested in my message they believe in what I'm doing so shout those people out too but it was an amazing experience it was just the (laughs) first time I could like for me I felt like I didn't have to be Guala meets world of many hats I could just finally pull up and be the artist because this Mm -hmm. is not the first video I did you know I did videos with other people but here I am although I'm doing the video I'm writing the treatment for it so if you look at my other videos, like uh, what's the treatment? A treatment is basically like they call it a treatment for a video, as far as kind of like, like a script, like a, yeah, like a script uh, of a movie. Gotcha. But they call it a treatment, I guess, because it's shorter and like a lot of more things take happens in that short amount of time, as far as like lighting, scenery, and all. A lot of things happen oh, in that short it. amount of time, so it's a treatment. But. I, did, I didn't write the treatment. I, I just talked with uh, Chief Text Films over there, Reggie over there at Chief Text Film, told him the idea that I had in mind and he made it spring. But like my other videos, I'm I'm telling them the idea, but I'm still kind of writing the strip, you know what I'm saying? And many times in those other video shoots, I have to step in Guadalupe's world mode, but then step out and be the director too. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this needs to happen, you know what I'm saying? But this is the first video I just felt like the artist. I just came there and showed up. Like change my change my clothes and just do the scenes and then okay, you know <laughs> change my clothes and do my do my do my scenes or whatever. So it was definitely a great experience and um, right. I think for me, man, I don't, I don't, I don't want to like feel like I'm saying that I'm not willing to work with anybody. But for right now, I don't see like me doing a video with nobody else other than Chief Text right now. You have that great of an experience. That's awesome. yeah. It was it was just it wasn't that. You know, I don't want people to feel like, oh, he, he, but it's like, I haven't had that experience and it, it was with him. So, it, and you know, as far as the business tip, everything was on point too. So just that experience together, man, it's like, man, I feel like he sold me for being my videographer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it makes a lot of sense moving forward and you know getting more into your artistry you need to build up those relationships and that team so like for you to connect with a videographer for you to have your manager that's you know on point for you to have 
you know, the people that's in your corner that's like, you know what, we're going to rock with you. We're going to make sure everything's straight. I, I think that's the next level for any artist. Do you right. see that often? Like, do you feel like that's something that you kind of help cultivate it in your own experience and that you see other artists doing? I feel like I cultivate it and I feel like other artists want to experience it because uh, some artists been hit me up like when they saw the video, it was like crazy love off the video and they asking questions and I got to be nothing but real to them. Like, listen, I was a minor part in making this happen. So, you know, I'm telling them details and it got to the point to where they like, yo, hit your boy KT up and see if you want to manage other artists. <laughs> and I'm like, you know like, wait a minute now. Wait I'm a like, y'all like, hold on now. You know, you, hey, 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 you need to find you a KT, not necessarily my KT, but you need to Let's find Let's all you try to be KT. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to find you somebody that's, that's willing to, to go those lengths and do the things that, you know, my bro do for me, man. And, you know. It's like he sees the bigger picture at the end of the day, too. And that's that's somebody you want on the team, you know, yeah. somebody who can see the bigger picture. So just having that, man, that's it's amazing. And you still like answer my question, Scrooge. I'm, I'm about to get to you. Oh, OK, go ahead. I feel like I'm cultivating that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> as far as with the people that I'm working with and artists that, you know, look to me for guidance and uh, that I'm developing. I tell them, like I say, I try to teach them things so they don't make the same mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I'm teaching them stuff behind the scenes to work on. It's not, it's more than just getting behind this mic and making a song. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to teach them those kind of things as well. I wasn't even talking about that question. <laughs> oh, what question? What question? <laughs> Why you feel like you Scrooge? Same Henny sipping dude? Oh, same Henny sipping dude with a humble attitude. Lately, I feel like I'm Scrooge. I ain't trying to show no love. Mm -hmm. I remember how it was, how I stepping through the bud. Gotta keep on moving forward or you find yourself stuck. Guala, why you ain't trying to show no love? Uh... I got to a point to where I felt like the love I was getting wasn't like, I don't want to say real because it was just, it wasn't the love that I needed at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to engage in any, any type of like love out there. You feel me? I didn't want to engage in any aspects of love. Cause I, I felt like I wasn't getting what I needed. So when I, when I thought about, me in that aspect, I thought about Scrooge, the character from A Christmas Carol, Scrooge, and how the song is really beautiful in a way because, like, at the end of Christmas Carol, Scrooge finally learns, like, how to accept and give love, like, right. see what his problem was and see what, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like Scrooge because I don't want to get love. I don't want to give love, I mean, but then it kind of, like, like I said, I'm the same Henny Sippy dude with a humble attitude. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep on moving forward or you find yourself stuck. So I didn't want to continue to be Scrooge or I don't want to continue to be Scrooge. So it just kind of pushed me to like venture out and, and give that love, even though I may feel like I don't want to give it, even though I may feel like Scrooge, just get that love. So I don't continue to be the same person. You know what I'm saying? I'll continue right. to be stuck. So that's that's what that song is about, you know. Do you saying? feel like a lot of us are afraid to like give love? Like we shut down as a defense mechanism to kind of close in or, in on ourselves. For me, I don't feel I don't feel like that. I feel like why we don't give love is because we don't get enough empathy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I, I know that's for me. Like people quick to show you sympathy. Oh, I'm sorry for that. I don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't need sympathy. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like everybody in this world needs empathy. They need someone who can understand them, understand what they're going through, somebody to relate to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like 
I was going through, I just felt like I didn't have nobody to relate to. So it just kind of like, I didn't want to put myself out there for people to feel like they could relate to me because like, I don't have nobody to relate to. So why I'm going to be that for somebody else? You know what I'm saying? So, Very much a Scrooge attitude to have. <laughs> yeah, it was, like I'm saying, it was a, like a real Scrooge attitude, but you know, um, I think my humility kind of took over because of how I was raised. You know what I'm saying? It just made me realize like, you can't be that way forever because you know what I'm saying? Like I said in the song, like, I'm, I'm thinking that more space will save me, but really it's not, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you create a distance between yourself and continue to vast in that distance, you're going to make yourself an outsider and a loner. So mm-hmm. I just kind of had to tap into my humility, uh, my humility and, you know what I'm saying? Just be humble and just, you know what I'm saying? Go in, man, show love. Even though I feel like I'm not getting the love that I, that I need, just keep right. showing it. You know I think saying? we all get to that point. I mean, we've all been screwed before. Um, and we get to that point where you're like, you know what, just because other people can't provide me what I need, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna let that change me as a person. And if I want this type of love, this type of empathy, then I have to be willing to show it and to give it because one day it's going to fall on someone who is able to, you know, meet me with that same level of love and empathy. So I like that song. Yeah, it is catchy as hell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's one of those moments I'm talking about when you get that that reaction back. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> so you s- said you submitted work um, to different platforms for critique. Like, what has that process been like? Because I feel like that'd be terrifying for me to like, because <laughs> I've submitted like articles and stuff, but not necessarily for critique. Um, It was me being Scrooge. <laughs> not feeling like like I said so I was to a point to where I felt like maybe it was something wrong with my craft like what I'm doing so when I saw the opportunity to be able to you know put my work out there to have like professional reviews and it's not just like anybody um I know one that I did is uh DJ DiBiase does a music review on Thursdays uh DJ DiBiase for those who know Big Crick is Big Crick's DJ you know what I'm saying? So he was mm. doing a music review. He dropping gems for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he does a music review online, IG Live. You know what I'm saying? You you can send your songs up. Uh, I think it's a little fee, but it's not. It's it's a part of a small picture. You know what I'm saying? But you send them up, and uh, what you do, what you have the experience of of what I felt like when I was doing it is if if I signed this record deal and I bring my tracks before A&Rs because before, like when you sign a major deal and you're a major artist, they don't just get to release music. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They have to bring this project before the record label. You know what I'm saying? The A&Rs and the people that's in charge and they tell them, hey, this is a go. That's a no. You know what I'm saying? Take this off. So I felt I was stepping into that lane because of, I felt like people ain't recognizing me enough. I kind of felt like, oh, I kind of got like, so maybe yeah like maybe it's something about my craft that I need to work on so let me like pull you know what I'm saying so yeah. I, I did that and I mean it was a good experience like I learned some things like on some songs like people told me some stuff that they would want to hear more you know what I'm saying and it's just not Dibiase you you the world is in there listening too so you can get some real reviews from people that could be a potential fan of you you know what I'm saying so just like certain things they were saying it, it resonated with me it made me uh you know what I'm saying? Look and try to perfect my craft a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? So right. I feel like it's at some point you have to do it, you know, 
before you get to that big stage, you have to do it because you don't want to be around a bunch of yes men the whole time. And I didn't even do it to get the yes too. I wanted to see what I was doing wrong too. So it wasn't just like, oh, I wanted people to say I'm the hardest. No, I wanted the people who rated me low to rate me low, but tell me why at the same time. So I can like make you, yeah, improve and make you a fan. You know what I'm saying? So it it was a good experience. Uh, It takes a lot of balls to do something like that. I mean, it it takes a lot of balls and someone willing to be, look at it from a learning perspective and willing to learn to just not be set in your ways. Like, oh, my shit hard. I'm gonna keep doing it this way because it's hard to me. But it, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it just sets you on a different path the way you like, hey, I want to hear the feedback. I want to see where I can get better. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's why I did it. And I enjoyed it. I learned a lot from it. Although I didn't get uh, too many bad reviews. So it kind of it, 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 it kind of like boosts the confidence. There's cocky. There's the cockiness. <laughs> you know, I gotta, always say that um, if you're an artist, there's a certain level of cocky that you just have to be. You got because to. you have like you you have to know like you're the shit because you have to make other people believe that you're the shit. So nice. you know I I don't I don't say that with a heavy heart like you know there go the cocky. I say that as somebody who understands why is there where it's coming from and because you can't tell okay Antoinette that she ain't the shit. Okay, exactly. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell Gawla he ain't the shit either. You, <laughs> you can tell me what I need to work on. You can tell me what I need to improve at, but you can't tell me I ain't the shit. Yeah, you could tell me you can get a constructive criticism. I'm yeah, that's it. You gotta be constructive though. Shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause I'm gonna give you this uh constructive tell off. That's what you're gonna get. <laughs> a corporate um, email saying fuck you. Now I'm just <laughs> per my previous email. So what is Guala Globetrotters? What is that? Oh man. So you know, uh prominent artists have their supporting cast that has like names like Beyonce and the Beehive mm, Rihanna and the Navy yeah Rihanna and the Navy you know okay so is is uh it was the idea do rappers have like I I'm trying to think do rappers have like their like do they name their supporters some some of them do like who uh like how Big Crit got multi you know what I'm saying you be multi to the sundown, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Sauce Walker, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know what I'm saying? The Sauce family, you know, it's okay. like the Sauce family. But uh, for me, it's just uh, me getting to express. I feel like with that word, Globetrotter, um, it's just me getting a chance to express to like the people that support me, how much they mean to my journey. I was gonna try to whistle just now, but I, I was gonna do like uh the Harlem. What is it? The Harlem uh, Globetrotters, right? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna try to whistle, but I'm not that great of a whistler. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just gives them that that sense to let them know that they mean so much. And you know what I'm saying? I my name is Guadalamis World, so I was looking for something that kind of correlated with that. And Globetrotter is just when you think about the globe, you think about the world, okay? And the Globetrotter, somebody that you know a trotter. You know, you're trotting and moving along. So I just want everybody to feel and know that that's the end goal. You know what I'm saying? We want to be across the globe, across the world, and not necessarily saying like physically, but also for the people who aren't able to make those trips, I want them to know that their energy and their spirit is felt with me. Even though I'm going across across the globe, I'm across the world, I'm in different places. I want them to know that it's felt 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like the energy is trotting across across the globe. Mm-hmm. So they become Guala Globetrotters. You know what I mean? That's like a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, I have to like slow down every time I get ready to say it. Like Guala Globetrotters. <laughs> I like that though. Like that's, I can see that being like a hashtag. <laughs> like yeah. on social media one day. My Globetrotters at, man. You see me popping yeah. online. Where my Globetrotters at? <laughs> <laughs> okay, squad. Yeah. So what is something we don't know about Guala Meets World? Since you want to talk about us being fans and stuff, like you need to share a little bit more. Don't be rubbing your face. <laughs> hey, listen, it's a lot, man. Uh, it's, I feel like when I put on the spot, I don't, I wouldn't know where to begin. You know what I'm saying? You have to have like a specific niche that you want me to get into, but it's specific a lot. I feel niche. like, yeah, I feel like people don't know about Guala, Guala Meets World. <sighs> I didn't think about us, but I was going to leave it up to you so that you can, you know, comfortably tell us something that we may not know. Cause you know, I can like get in business now. <laughs> um, I do it like this. If it's something you don't know about Guala and you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cop out. <laughs> deal, deal, deal. <laughs> hey, slide <laughs> Hit me up. Let me know what's up or something. You feel me? Like, I, I don't know. Like, off the top, I don't know. You know what, Builders? Please like the hell out of his DMs. If there's something you want to know about Guala Meets World, whatever you want to know, please hit him at his DMs because he thinks this is a game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a game. I'm just saying, like, hey. I got one. Does Guala Meets World have groupies? Oh, <laughs> What? <laughs> Come on now, you heard the question. Uh I don't think Guadalamese where I have any groupies. I got globe trotters. <laughs> I don't have groupies. I got globe trotters. <laughs> you know what? That's a very safe response. Nah, I don't have any groupies that's like, oh, like all over Guala. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I have those. They might be out there, but they ain't reached out. Like that ain't reach out. What kind I of gotta have that, that possibility, man. They might what, be out there. What kind know. of groupie is that that ain't reached out? Like, I don't have no groupies, man. I don't have any. Listen, I don't have no groupies. Don't try to clear this up. Nah, <laughs> Nobody I, in the back. <laughs> no, nah, that's that's advertisement for some of the builders. Listen, if you think Guadalamese World sounds sexy on this mic and you okay. want to uh, <laughs> be a groupie, you know what I'm saying? Hit my DMs. Have people told you that that you have a sexy voice? I heard that before. Like, oh, oh you sound sexy. But. I get that a lot too. But I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes I could be a little ratchet on the mic. Yeah, I just try to be like cool, calm, and cool. Wait, wait, wait. Do your do, do your best uh sexy voice. I I can't just do it. It's you can't like, like stop. Look, stop laughing. <laughs> I, I can't just do it. It's just like when I'm talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, you I, okay, this is, this is the, okay, this is the voice that people hear and they say I'm sexy. Um, <laughs> okay, go ahead. I just be like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like really into my words and just telling people Ooh. like the things about life and how to, okay, that's the Guala sexy voice right there. That's right. what they be like. You Lady sexy. builders, uh, let us know <laughs> if that worked for you. <laughs> yeah, let me know if that was sexy because you know, sometimes I try to come off as just this. <laughs> it don't work all the time. So let me know if this is the voice. Is this is this that Keith Sweat 
that the, the key sweat hotel voice right here like is this making you sweat ladies the lady builders <laughs> <laughs> moving right along <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna say nothing um <laughs> let's see hack that one i'm sorry y'all I'm, I'm scrolling through my list right now because i've been jumping all over these questions Mm. does koala have groupies i don't have groupies like i know yeah I, does like, k antoinette have groupies? i have guys like that try it based off of k antoinette but it's not i wouldn't consider that groupie like i feel like a groupie is more of one of those you know really invested things people do are you prepared for groupies do you feel like once like you've reached the level of success reach the level of success that you want like do you feel like you are prepared to deal with that level of a committed a, a fan <laughs> um i think i'm prepared to to a certain extent you know what i mean like I'm gonna let my fans know, like you could be a fan, but motherfucker, you crossing all the lines right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that real one. I don't want to come off as an asshole. Like, look, I know I, I inspire you. You rock with me to a certain level, but it's certain lines that you can't cross. You know what I'm saying? I want to. I want it to be mutual. Like I want yeah. you to show me love, and I want you to. Sh you know, I'm gonna show you show love me respect too. too. But, yeah, but show me respect as well, and I'm gonna show you respect. I'm not gonna disrespect you as a fan or a, a supporter. So I want you to disrespect me if I feel like you crossing the line. Respect that. So you ain't gonna be out here punching people in the face like the baby. <laughs> Gee, I can't <laughs> say I would, and I can't say I won't because I ain't in that situation yet. But, right. You know what I'm saying? But it's just saying like people gotta. Although it's somebody like you know people get like starstruck like, but you gotta snap out of that shit when you because these we still real people too. At the end of the day, like you feel me? Like every time I, I like. I've been around like celebrities and I get like the most love when I'm just like, I treat them like they my homeboy. Like, no, right. like, oh, uh, I think uh, the last time the All-Star game was in Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina, like it was so many fucking celebrities walking through the streets. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't like, every time I passed one, I wasn't just like, oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? It just like being <laughs> overbearing. It, I was just like real, like, uh, one of my homeboys, we ran into like his favorite football player out there. Mm -hmm. And like he was like, bro, I think that's uh such and such that played for my well, it was a, a person that played for his favorite football team. That's such and such that played for my football team. And he was just talking like, man, I would look, I, I want to get a picture. But I guess he didn't know like how to approach him because he didn't want to sound like he was just like overbearing too. So I just stepped up. I was like, hey yo. <laughs> like, for, like no cap. Like I was talking to him like he was a regular person. I was like, hey yo. You so and so from so and so? And he was like, Yeah. He was like, Yeah. I like, hey, that's what's up, bro. Like, yo, my dog trying to get a picture with you because yo, you play for his team or whatnot. Mm -hmm. He was like, Word, that's cool. What's up? Yeah, I got time for a picture. Boom, my homeboy got the picture. Right. And that was that. Like, he died. So you, like, you ain't ready for people to just have their phone all in your face. And I don't think I'm ready for that because like everything ain't meant to be. Like, I feel that's what that's what I say. Like, as creatives, like we are so vulnerable. Like, people don't understand. Like, we giving y'all like and your privacy gonna be gone too yeah like we so vulnerable like i don't think i'm ready for that with like every time i'm like if i just want to go to you know what i'm saying the mcdonald's store, yeah like mcdonald's to get a cheeseburger i don't think i want people like, eh, eh, like oh my gosh it's guala who knew guala eat at mcdonald's like bro like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> chill out with that shit you feel me but 
I definitely want to feel love though. I want to feel the love too though. Okay. I think okay. I got, I think it's kind of like on the boys, y'all. Like, like, yeah, you know, I want to feel Nah, but you know what I'm saying? I definitely want to feel like the fans rocking with me. And I feel like that's the the biggest way to know too. But at the same time, like as a fan, you gotta be, you know what I'm saying? You gotta snap out of it to realize like he a real person too. Yeah. And when I'm doing this, I'm invading his space. I wouldn't want nobody to invade my space that much. You know what I'm saying? So manifesting things. So when you make it, what's the first thing that you think that you would do? Like once you've already signed your major record label, the the cash is flowing in, the support is there, your songs are all over the radio, you got you charting on the billboard. Once you know you've made it as an artist, like what do you think the first thing you would do would be? The first thing that I would do, man, is like it's so many because so many people did. Well, I ain't gonna say so many people, but the little people that did so many things for me is like that's unforgotten. And I know it's not like that opportunity for a lot of creatives, especially back home. So I think for me, the first thing I would do is pour back into that for all the creatives that's in the area that's, you know what I'm saying, around, like give them something what they can build off of. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, yeah, you see, you know what I'm saying? I think one of the first things I probably would do is just probably like come back home and do like, I wouldn't even call it a concert but it's going to be for free and I want everybody to pull up. It probably be like, I don't, I don't even want to say talent search. I just want to like display. Yeah. Display talent. Like me coming, being a big name on there to get people in there, but just majorly have like more so have like local talent and local creatives headlining the whole thing Mm -hmm. and just keep constantly reminding the people that's local, like, like your local artists ain't gonna be local forever, you know what I'm saying? So right. like, just keep supporting them as if they were the the big names, you know what I'm saying? So like, I think that would be one of the first things I would do. So you said earlier that you would always create music, you know, whether one person listened to it or not. Um, as far as like that being your major dream, like, do you think your dream your dream would change as you evolve as a person? I mean, it's so many different ways to be involved with music and be in music. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that that dream would change as me be getting older. But maybe like when I'm when I'm older, I won't focus so much on being an artist. You know what I'm saying? It's so many hands that go into music behind the artist. Like the artist is just the thing that we see. You feel me? So like like you said, like we talked about earlier, like I'm starting to produce and develop artists. That's me making music. Like I'm not you. Not necessarily saying like, oh, it's not Guala voice on here or, you know, that's still me making music. So I don't feel like that dream would change. You know what I'm saying? As That's the dreamer side of me talking. But, you know, reality definitely got to kick in too. like, you know what I'm saying? If if I got to make ends meet, then I know I got to do things to make ends meet or whatnot. But at the end of the day, while I'm making those ends meet, I still I'm still going to have a connection to music and I'm still going to embody in it and try to create as much as I can. Would you ever put an age cap on yourself? Like you think about majority of the artists that are out now, they're really young. You know, they pop when they're young, but then you have someone like a two chains who, you know, he didn't get in his bag until he was well into his what thirties and forties. So like, do you struggle with that at all? Like thinking like, okay, should I, should I calm down after this age or should I keep pushing the way I'm pushing or should I transition into some other lane? Like, how is that? 
Um, I used to struggle with it at first because I used to knock myself in the head all the time about like me starting so late, like with me having music that I could have like put out when I was younger. And then like when I said I was going to take the music more serious and like put myself in the world, I gave myself like a, a certain year that I wanted to be like on certain levels. But like it's a journey. The thing I learned about like being an entrepreneur in this lane of creativity is no blueprint. Like mm -hmm. everybody will tell you like, oh, keep doing this and keep doing that and you are, but there's no real blueprint laid. You know what I'm saying? If you if you wanna be a doctor, then you know, hey, I gotta go to school. I gotta do these residencies. I gotta do this for a certain amount of time and then I can start my own practice. But like for us in the creative line, it's no real blueprint. You know what I'm saying? I think the only blueprint that every every major artist says when, they, when you ask them how they make it is just being consistent at your craft. So I used to struggle with it, but then I, I thought like, Man, if I maybe if I was consistent for all those years, I would have been where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So now I kind of look to the future as keep barking on that consistency and keep being consistent. You know what I'm saying? And maybe the consistency might change where I'm not the artist. But like you said, like I said, you can propel in the music industry without being an artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just me consistent of creating and being a body in the music. I'm not I'm never going to put a time limit or age on that because I don't care. I could be the fucking president of the United States, but if I get offered a, a, a major deal or a lump sum of money coming behind my dream and passion, then y'all better find a new president. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but so I'm never gonna put a time limit on that. I'm never gonna, I mean, if you look at some of the greats like Jay-Z, who's well up in age, can come back and do a 444. You look at Lil Wayne that had years in the industry that can just come back and you know what I'm saying? People will try to listen or want to see what Lil Wayne has to say. So I I don't- Shit, T.I. Like just dropped a song. T.I. It's actually a really good just, song. Yeah, Jeezy just dropped the album. So it, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And when you first asked this question, you said the name that first popped in my head, Two Chains. You know what I'm saying? He really didn't blow and pop until it was like later in his career. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that, looking at stuff like that kind of makes me realize like you can't, I feel like I can't put an age limit on it. If it's something I'm passionate about, I'm going to keep working on it, but I'm going to be a realist at the same time, knowing that until I'm getting paid off of it fully, it's not a career. Although I'm saying music career, it's a hobby. You know what I'm saying? I think me taking that approach to it gives me a great balance to realize like, yeah, it's a hobby and I'm doing it and I'm sharing this experience with everybody, but it's a hobby because I'm not getting paid. It's not paying my bills. You feel me? So <laughs> it's a hobby. It's, it's all investment right now. More. Yeah, it's in the investment right now until like, boom, somebody be like, yeah, Gualamese, we're going to offer you five million for uh, three albums. Then it'd be like, all right. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm about to piggyback the hell out of all y'all because when any of y'all blow, guess who blowing with you? <laughs> Cancel yeah, that. You, we getting all, you getting all exclusive interviews. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You feel me? Like, <laughs> all that. You know what? It's a method to my madness. I'm kidding because I actually do. Um, I believe in where a lot of the artists and creatives are right now in their journey. And I think that you don't have to wait until somebody is number one in whatever arena for you to want to be interested in what they got going on and, and how they sound or what they're creating. Like you should start at the beginning because it only gets better from there. Oh, <sighs> only one way, but up. Yep. So what has your social media journey been like? Social media journey. Uh, I got to get better at being consistent on that shit because I don't. Be, <laughs> <laughs> I post something and be missing for probably like 
a half a month month then i post why is that like is it hard for you to like just do social media and like use it as a marketing tool it ain't that because i understand like the power that social media has in the marketing community but it's like i'm not a big social media person like if like my personal page like my i'm not gonna give that out but like my <laughs> my artist my personal page i probably ain't posting like two years mm-hmm. i don't you know what i'm saying i'm not a big social media person and uh you know what i'm saying so i'm not gonna get more consistent with like posting shit for the artist page because it's like i said it's an experience that i'm building for the people that's following and listening yeah but that's that's my struggle with it um I'm i know I, I post pictures and people think you know Cantwin is really good at social media but when you go back like you said probably like two years ago I wasn't posting anything um I wasn't posting to my story I was barely on social media but once I started getting serious about you know LBF and Cantwin at the brand like I started realizing that I needed to engage a lot more with my audience now it takes a lot of focus and a lot of work and I still have a lot to learn about it to build up my following but I do know that it is a tool that I can use to get my message out there because um, if it wasn't for some of the networking and, you know, social media engagements, I wouldn't know about a lot of the local talent. I really wouldn't because it's a lot of people out there that don't utilize social media. And I think that that's one of the things that we as creators have to understand. Um, Yeah, it's sometimes a nuisance, but we can... I say with anything, like whether it's your, you know, creative superpower or whether it's the superpower of understanding how to use all these other tools, like we got to get better at it so that we can really reach other people because nobody can support you unless they know. So, and I think, I think because like social media for us, like on this level of creativity is different because like when you're, when you make it off your passion or whatever you have more time to be social in that mm-hmm. degree like yeah it's a lot of times when you probably like chilling and you like you said you turn on cancel net mode but you might feel like you ain't in cancel net mode and you feel like you ain't got nothing going on that's worth sharing oh so that happens know. a lot <laughs> yeah so it, it, it be like that part but i feel like once you blow and boom you people gonna see more and more on social media because then it is not even becoming social media at that point is more of the marketing then right you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like hard to like market right now for me on social media because like sometimes i might like when i was not working for two months it's like okay what i'm gonna market like i don't want to keep marketing the same thing over and over again like what i'm gonna put on social media so it that plays a lot into it too but it's a you challenge build, you build your personality as well meets world that's something i had to understand like like you said just now like I have days, weeks where I'm just like, I am not King Antoinette, but I know I need to be engaged. So what I'll do is, bitch, you got to get in King Antoinette mode. Like, so <laughs> well, that means me cutting up some music in here. Like, little do people know some of the photos I take, some of the things I do. Like, that might be one of the only things I do that day in King Antoinette mode. Do you know? Because after I step out of that room or after I, you know, turn off that camera, I'm back to Crystal. But I do it because it's an intentional act of me pushing my brand, pushing my message, getting people to pay attention to what I have going on, because I know that while people do, they want to support. I feel like that's the thing, like we don't think about. People want to support, but they just don't know how, where. We got to give them the how. We got to give them the where. We got to give them the why. 
you know, we talked about why we got to give them the why, like, why should I support this person, you know, and people are visual too. And that's something that, you know, as someone who appreciates listening to podcasts, listening to words, writing words and writing in uh, reading words, like I can go without the visual sometimes, but on the grand scale of things, people are visual. So we got to give them that entertainment entertainer. Yeah, people, visual visuality re, uh, resonates with people more. Yeah, because you know? like I, I always like to say, your eyes are the window panes to your soul. Not the window panes. <laughs> the window panes to your soul. So people want to feel that shit. They want to see it and feel it. All right, I'm sorry. I feel like we've been talking for a minute, but I feel like we didn't talk about fourteen on nine yet. So I have to plug yeah, that in here. You, got, you know, we gotta talk about. The 1409 podcast, man. Gemini yes. Media. Shout out to my boy KT once again. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what has that whole experience been like for you um, as a, a podcaster now? Creating man. a space for other creatives. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's that's basically what we embody on the 1409. You know what I'm saying? Any creative uh, entrepreneur you know what I'm saying? Just a person that's stepping out. We try to like build a network for you to network with others. You know what I'm saying? And also to inspire people that may be afraid to start their business and have questions that need to be answered. You know, that's a kind of community we're trying to create there with the 1409. But that journey is amazing because a lot of game is given, but a lot of shit is learned. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times of like what y'all see, like we converted to like live episodes now so well we on like instagram live excuse me we don't do instagram we do facebook (laughs) twitter and youtube like we on these platforms live what y'all see is like a lot of game giving but a lot of times after that episode is over like backstage 30 minutes to an hour we're sitting there talking with that guest or you know i'm saying just building and learning from each other and that experience is great in the way because it you know what I'm saying? It's creating that. If I wasn't a creative by watching our podcast, I'm not just saying that because it's our podcast, but I'd be <laughs> damn inspired to create. Right. Like so many, so many ideas that go in and out our heads, but we don't necessarily know how. We don't know the how to. Like, mm-hmm. how do I get started? Like, how do I do this? Or what, you know what I'm saying? What what am I, what am I to expect? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we try to do a good job of like bringing that those questions to, to fruition for people. So like you can be inspired to just go ahead and do it. And if I wasn't, if I wasn't a creative, I, if I listen to that podcast, I have like two <laughs> or three, two or three businesses or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Or doing something because right. it's just that dope and, and learning. Y'all do a great job of like just finding people in different avenues and just showcasing them in their element. And I love that because, you know, from the very first episode to, you know, the episode that you're probably going to be doing tonight, right? Yeah, I got one tonight. Um, yeah, like you guys are really like out here making a platform for people in every arena. And I love it. Like, you know, I haven't seen a, a platform quite like it. And I appreciate the fact that, you know, people can come to you and just tell their stories and share their knowledge. Thanks. And, you know, the audience can just soak it up and, you know, take it for how they will. For sure, man. We appreciate that. You know, uh, <laughs> LBF and K Internet gonna always be dear to me and KT over on fourteen oh nine. For sure. I do sure. know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you as a podcaster? Like, are you Guala or are you like 
you yourself like your regular self I think it's a mixture of both like sometimes I'm in like Gollumese world mode but then sometimes I just like revert to my normal self like who everybody know me as Mook like I'm Mook on there like I'm mm-hmm. chilled I'm chilled but like I'm informative you know what I'm saying I give out information I feel like I'm inspiring at some points so it's kind of like all those personalities kind of make up Gualamese world but a lot of times I feel like some well I don't say a lot of times but sometimes I'm moved too like if I'm like if I'm in learning mode because like me and KT we talked about this too like we had noticed like what me and him would say are our best episodes if like we're asking the questions and we're like involved with the guests but then like we just sit back and it's kind of like we'll we'll feel it like we sitting back and we listening to the guests uh-huh. is like those are the best episodes to us because we're learning a lot of shit too right and i feel like in that moment i'm more so like moot because i like i love to learn like i said i love to learn so i'm just sitting there learning and then it's kind of like we got to snap out of like oh shit we like hosting this podcast <laughs> and you know we gotta like jump back in but like for us those be the best episodes because like we said it's a lot of game giving we learn so much on on screen and then off screens we actually get to be ourselves and tap into questions that right wanna, you know what i'm saying the things that we didn't think of that that we thought of that then we can ask and learn from so and you it's build a mixture that connection. of both yeah and if you learning, then your audience is what they're learning too. Like, Facts. and that's what makes it great. Um, last question before we plug our information and get on out of here. Hey, 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 hey. You got any questions for Kay Antoinette? I, I started this segment because I feel like people be thinking I'd be getting all of the other people business. So I'm going to allow you to ask whatever you want. Me ask questions for Kay Antoinette. You ready for this? Let me get in my podcast <laughs> mode. Yo, yo, yo. No, just <laughs> it's the first thing <laughs> I go by the name KT. You know, this your boy Guadalamese. Right <laughs> <laughs> but uh something that just happened for you, um, that was that was a, a milestone. You know, oh, my LLC? Yeah, yeah, LLC. Yeah. So um it, it, a question with me for be uh for me would be, you know, how are you looking to build with that, and how are you looking to expand this LBF brand? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I definitely want to take LBF everywhere it can go. Meaning, you know, everybody knows about um the events I do, and it started off as just this fun thing that I well with anything I do it starts off at this as this fun expression of my creativity mm-hmm. and then it turns into this very real thing that people can benefit from and I can see myself um I actually got my first offer to get paid for an event um to hey. you know to actually come up with a plan and decorate and all that good stuff so that's gonna be under you know my LLC um looking forward to creating a actual big social event in this first six months of 2021 for creatives. I talked about it on the last episode. So it's going to be called Creative Connections with Kay Antoinette. And I'm going to be inviting all kinds of creatives, whether you're an artist, podcaster, model, whatever. And we're just going to be networking. You know, it's going to be a photo shoot involved so that, you know, we can take those images and promote each other and do the networking. So that's another one that I'm going to be planning and just looking at like the podcasting aspect of it. Cantwinette, um, as the host of LBF podcast, she does a lot of other podcasts as well. And so taking that step to understanding that this is becoming more of a business 
<laughs> um, and not so much a pleasure um, at this point. Um, people are taking me a lot more seriously than I had originally taken myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, just seeing the possibilities of where it can go. I, I say all the time, like I never even thought this could be a thing. Like all this stuff is just kind of happening spontaneously on on some level so i'm not sure it's happening for a reason i don't doubt that um but i don't know exactly where it can go i just know that it's bigger than where i am and so i'm just trying to play catch up all the time when when this uh with this thing so i can see oh i'm sorry go ahead oh no no go go ahead ahead. i was gonna ask one more but go ahead and finish finish. um i can see lbf being a, a major it'll be a podcast being a major uh podcast i can't see that i can see myself getting a lot more listeners and you know k antoinette as a function of lbf podcast being someone who is a even a radio personality or something like that so you know fingers crossed and we'll go from there <laughs> all right last question from Guadalupe's world k antoinette mm-hmm. i see you got you got a lot going on you know we we uh, chop it up a lot outside of us on the mic or yeah. in front of the fans, but uh, just your workload. I got I only can imagine your <laughs> workload is crazy, right? So my question would be: Is have you ever thought about a co-host? And not only did you think about a co-host, but are you willing to share this LBF experience with a co-host? That's more the major point. Are you willing to share? Because you know, like we artists and we creators, we be sensitive about and our I'm shit. Like sensitive but. about my <laughs> shit. So when I started LBF podcast specifically, um, I decided I wanted to do it solo because I didn't want to hold up my creativity and, and the content I wanted to push based off of someone else's interest or in uh, availability. Um, I do feel like. I have an honorary co-host. You know what I'm saying? My best friend is up here all the time. Shout out to Spy Danny. Um, hey. Check it out. The massages is, uh, <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but I do think that we have to, unless someone else is passionate about not only podcasting, but the message that you're trying to push um, in podcasting, you have to be careful when it comes to co-hosts. Like you and KT are on the same page with your message. You know what I'm saying? You're on the same um, page when it comes to the format and everything else. Because I established this solo dolo and I had a very specific um, thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to have hard conversations. I wanted to get uncomfortable and I wanted to talk about things that challenge you with any kind of issues of vulnerability. Yeah, that was always my goal and that will always be my goal because I'm challenging myself every time I have those conversations unless somebody comes with that same energy I can't foresee myself having a co-host per se um, an official co-host now I will have guests up here as regulars um, because I do understand that they you know they have an interest in, in LBF and and they believe in what I'm doing but I don't know that's a hard one it's not so much that I'm it's not so much that I am afraid to give up control creative control but it's that if I'm going to be giving up creative control it's going to be for someone who understands what the message Empathy. is Empathy. yeah yeah because <laughs> it's my baby <laughs> I know I know <laughs> 
So yeah, that was it. Did I do a good job of answering your question? Oh yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Well, Koala, as always, it's been very awesome to talk to you. Always, man. Always. Go ahead and let them know where they can find you. Hey, man. Firstly, it's a lot to plug in this time. I don't want to forget nothing. So <laughs> it put 1409 in there. Yeah, too. that's that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to start with that. So <gasps> okay, take your check, time, take your time. Hey, check me out, man, along with my co-host, my brother, my dog, my you know, that's my my best friend, man. Check us out on the 1409 Y'all are podcast. So cute. <laughs> Chill out with the cute. <laughs> Chill out with the cute, but yeah, check us out on the 1409 podcast. We on all the major platforms. We're also on Nobody Grinds Like Us Network. Uh, you can follow us on IG at 1409podcast on IG, man. Shout out my co-host once again, KT. You know what I'm saying? You can follow him on IG at 843ambassador. And you know it's me, Guala Meets World. You can tap into my music on all the major music streaming platforms. And also follow me on IG at Guala Meets World. You sure that's it? You did Facebook, you did Twitter, you did all those other ones? Oh, uh, yeah. You can follow my Facebook and Twitter at Guala Meets World. I'm, look, I said I'm not a good social media person, so I'm more <laughs> active on IG. But, but we working on follow, it in 2021. Yeah, we working on it. We definitely working on it. But if you want to follow the Twitter and you want to follow the Facebook, you can do that at 1409 Podcast and also... Guala meets world. Guala meets world. That's it. Um, and you guys know where you can follow me on Instagram. If you want to follow the host, K Antoinette underscore the blogger. And you can also follow the Let's Build Futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures. And you can also visit the website at letsbuildfutures.com. Now, I am also a part of Nobody Grinds Like Us Network. Shout out to all the creativity and all the awesomeness of that platform. And I also want to say that, um, you know, this is just the start of something great. Creating Space is going to be an episode released on every Friday. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be showcasing and highlighting all the creatives and artists and all that great shit that we got in this area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But stay tuned and I hope you enjoy this episode. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Go ahead and comment if you want to join the conversation. You can also DM me and we can talk. But until next time, bye. Peace. Relax, heal, and embrace a better you. Spa Danny offers quality yet affordable massages customized just for you. Let Danny create a space for you to hit the pause button. Who doesn't need that at the start of 2021? Why not start today? You can call or text at 843 687 2079. That's 843 687 2079. You can also message her on her business page at spadenny underscore on Instagram or follow her on Facebook at spadenny LLC. You can also book online at spadennyexperience.com. That's spadennyexperience.com. Treat yourself, be good to yourself, and let 2021 be a whole vibe.
Lately, I've just been trying to keep a humble attitude, you know what I'm saying? Pour up my little drink, you know what I'm saying? My Henny and I be sipping. But lately, I've just been feeling like I'm Scrooge. Like, I ain't really been trying to show no love. Like, just leave me be, you know what I'm saying? Squalor me swirl. Same Henny sipping dude with a humble attitude Lately I feel like I'm Scrooge, I ain't tryna show no love I remember how it was, I stepping through the mud Gotta keep on moving forward or you find yourself stuck Same Henny sipping dude with a humble attitude Lately I feel like I'm Scrooge, I ain't tryna show no love I remember how it was, I stepping through the mud Gotta keep on moving forward or you find yourself stuck Conversations with my niggas, we want more life I told them we the potters, we just gotta mold it right In the face of demons, hoping I can focus right Feel like I'm anemic, my heart colder than some ice They hate to see me on their TV, I'm the poltergeist Oh, feeling like I need her, I can't trust her, I can't tell her that Can't give me an ultimatum and expect for me to take you back Why would you show love when you know that you gon' take it back? My heart's racing Mind's wondering if this life is worth fighting. If I stumble, would you catch me? That's a reason to keep trying. I'm fading, I keep thinking. More space will eventually save me. They tell me love will conquer all things. But if it's absent, it would never change. Same Henny sipping dude with a humble attitude. Lately, I feel like I'm Scrooge. I ain't trying to show no love. I remember how it was. I stepping through the mud. Gotta keep on moving forward or you find yourself stuck. Same Henny sipping dude with a humble attitude. Lately, I feel like I'm Scrooge. I ain't trying to show no love. I remember how it was. I stepping through the mud. Gotta keep on moving forward or you find yourself stuck. Dreaming about wealth while we grinding for millions and uh, some of the things you did look quite familiar to me. Said I was different and I guess I showed y'all that. I know my time is coming, it's hard to wait for that. But when I make it, I know they'll all come crawling back. I feel like Scrooge introduced them to the ghost of past. They told me slow down or you might just end up nowhere fast. But I can't stop, so I'ma keep my foot up on the gas. My heart's racing. Mind's wondering if this life is worth fighting. If I stumble, would you catch me? That's a reason to keep trying. I'm fading, I keep thinking. More space will eventually save me. They tell me love will conquer all things. But if it's absent, it would never change me. Same Hindi sipping dude with a humble attitude. Lately, I feel like I'm screwed. I ain't trying to show you.